Good morning, and welcome to morning prayers. I invite you to stand if you are able and join in the responsive reading found in the Appleton Psalter, number 84, which is found on page 42, Psalm 84. We will read responsively. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, indeed it faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my God and my King. Happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with walls. Behold our shield, O God, Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. He bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. <coughs> O Lord of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts in you.
Here's a passage from <clears throat> The Ethics of the Fathers, a tractate of the Talmud, the ancient books of Jewish law. What is mine is mine, and what is yours is yours. The Talmud goes on to say that one who respects property rights is average, neither a saint nor a sinner. But then the Talmud goes on to say something quite startling. Some say this is the mark of the people of Sodom. How could respect for property rights, which I teach property law, how could respect for property rights be the mark of a people so irredeemable that God saw fit to destroy them? To answer that question, we must go beyond the law to the Midrash, the stories the rabbis told to fill in the blanks in the Bible, to understand its moral lessons. After the flood, God promised never to destroy the world again. And God set out a rainbow as a mark of that promise. Instead of death, God would give human beings a chance at life, a chance to do good instead of evil. But when God destroyed everyone in two cities for their wickedness, the rabbis were very confused. Why did God not give people a chance to reform? What happened to the promise of the rainbow? To understand the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, the rabbis needed to know what the people did that was so incredibly evil. They found their answer in the prophet Ezekiel. The cities were destroyed because they did not understand the property rights of the poor. Ezekiel explains that Sodom was rich but cruel. He tells us Sodom had plenty of bread and untroubled tranquility, yet she did not hold the hand of the poor and the needy. According to Jewish tradition, charity was against the law in Sodom. In one story, the people of Sodom saw a young woman giving food to a starving neighbor. This was forbidden in Sodom, and they reacted by taking the generous girl and burning her alive. What is mine is mine, and what is yours is yours. Jewish law requires us to leave the edges of our fields to the widow, the orphan, the stranger, and the poor. Part of our wealth is owned by those who have no other means to live with dignity. The rabbis tell us that the people of Sodom only pretended to comply with this obligation. They give coins to the poor, but they wrote their names on those coins. When the coins were offered to the store owners for bread, the shopkeepers would see the names and refuse to accept the marked money. The story goes that the poor would die in the streets with money in their hands. And then the residents would come to take their money back. According to Jewish tradition, Sodom was not destroyed because of homosexuality. When two travels came to Sodom, Lot gave them food and shelter. The travelers looked like human beings, but they were angels. The Hebrew word for angel means messenger from God. But the men of Sodom did not treat the travelers like messengers from God. When they banged on Lot's door, demanding that he eject the angels from his house, it was not so that they could become intimate with them. 
It was so the men of Sodom could sexually assault them, to punish them for coming to a place where they were not wanted. Sodom did not want immigrants or refugees in need of shelter. Sodom did not want poor people in need of bread. God sent angels to Sodom, and Sodom treated them worse than beasts. Sodom was destroyed not because of love, but because of hate. We are taught that what is mine is mine, and what is yours is yours, but we are also taught to leave the edges of our fields for the widow, the orphan, the stranger, and the poor. And then there's this from Deuteronomy, the stranger who resides with you shall be as one of your citizens. You shall love him as yourself. Under US law, public accommodations are not allowed to engage in invidious discrimination when they offer services to the public. But we as a nation are not in complete agreement about what acts are discriminatory. Half the nation allows <coughs> hotels and restaurants to deny services because of sexual orientation or gender identity or expression. And religion is sometimes offered as the reason for denying service. But if we heed the lessons of the city of Sodom, we learn that every human being, every person here today, is in your own way a messenger from God. We cannot treat human beings as if they hold marked money. The person standing before you in need is a human being. And human beings must be treated with love. Can you hear it so? May this be God's will. Um, two prayers from the um, morning service, so prayers that Jews say upon awakening. We offer thanks to you, ever-living God, that you have restored our souls to us in mercy. How great is your trust in us. Praise to you, O Lord our God, sovereign of the universe, who strengthens our steps. Amen. Let us join together in praying the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. <coughs> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us join together standing, singing our closing hymn, which is This is My Song, O God of All the Nations, found on page 8 of your order of worship. Please stand if you are able.
benediction. Go forth from this place with courage, love, and care for all creation. Thanks and glory be to God. Amen. Amen.